keep paying, bro. I just auto jig. Welcome to Third and Masala Fantasy Football Podcast. Give it up for your host, Stages Ramalinga. Hey guys, welcome back to the Third Masala Fantasy Football Podcast. Um, I'm super excited about all of these episodes, the next couple of episodes coming, because if y'all listened to my podcast yesterday, um, I kind of announced that I will be doing a mini-series of kind of like the history of Third and Masala. I figured, one, it, you know, it's been around, for, this is the seventh year now, so it's been a little while, uh, longer than most any other league I've ever been in, and... On top of that, you know, we've had a lot of changes, a lot of records set, things like that. So I came across, I, I, you know, earlier in the summer, I was like, hey, maybe I'll try um, making a record book of sorts. Uh, so I started doing that, and it's, it was a lot of stuff, but basically I just finished it. Um, and it's still, well, maybe not finished it, it's still kind of, um, you know, in the works some of the fine-tuning and things like that, but overall I got some pretty cool data uh, and just wanted to run through that with everyone. Uh, so I just wanted to do like a little podcast that's going to be broken down into a couple of episodes. I think it'll be four or five, depending on how long these get, uh, and I kind of have a theme for each one, uh, sort of. So uh, without further ado, let's start with the... Uh, theme for episode one, uh, and it's kind of the ghosts of third masala, third masala past. So, in seven years, you know, you know, I think there's a couple of us that have been here for the entire time, but that's not necessarily the case for everyone. Uh, so we've had people come and go, uh, and we've even had one person come back. But I kind of wanted to do just a highlight on the people who are no longer here in our uh, in our league. So, I figured it's best to start off with kind of, you know, the former commish, Dirge. He kind of taught us, and by us, I mean Abhishek, Kumar, and I, uh, what, like, what fantasy football is, and how to play, and even in the first year, he, like, I remember we drafted in his, like, childhood bedroom, it was, I think we all just, like, sat on the bed, and no one knew what was going on, uh, I drafted, I was, that was the peak Legion of Boom year, and I was like, man, they were so good, I gotta draft them, so I picked, um, <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks defense, number one overall, and we, uh, and then I followed that up with Aaron Rodgers, number two overall, uh, that was actually the year I ended up winning, because, uh, I ended up, that was DeMarco Murray's year. He went nuclear. Uh, I ended up picking, that was Love Bell's rookie year. I ended up picking him off, picking him up off of waivers. Um, I had, who else? I had Randall Cobb the year. He was amazing with Aaron Rodgers. So I had that stack. Uh, I had Julius, um, Julius Thomas when he was tight end one with Peyton Manning on the Broncos. Uh, my team was so good. It didn't matter that I had to draw. I, the Seahawks are horrible. Being in four teams and a points league helped out as well, but, um, you know, 
all four of us were in that same boat. So either way, um, that was our first season, uh, and the inaugural season back in 2014. Uh, just kind of looking through, it was Dirge was super close to winning because um, it was points back then. I actually beat him out by five points for the cha- for the championship, and um, I think Kumar Kumar was in. It was I think it was me Dirge. Second, Abhishek at third, and Kumar in, uh, in last. Um, but I mean, to be honest, none of us knew what we were doing. I, I remember I drafted two kickers, uh, and one of my friends who doesn't even watch football called me out on it while we were at Target. And I was like, I thought two kickers make sense, you know? Um, it, yeah, it was it was it was something on something else. Um, it was a standard league. There is no bells or whistles to it. Uh, nothing like it is now. Um, and so that was Deirdre's first year. Uh, second year, we came back. Uh, you know, Deirdre got second place. Second year, we came back. We kind of had a little bit more knowledge. But at that point, we were still playing for fun. Just no one really took it too too seriously. Um, and that was Deirdre's championship year. I remember because... My team was so good. I, I'm putting it in terms of my teams. You'll see that a lot just because that's how I remember a lot of it. But my team was so good that year. I think I had a 10-game winning streak. Uh, first over, and this was, it was no longer points. We were, we had um, Ruchna and Levin. This was their first years. Uh, and we had, so we had this head-to-head. Uh, There's no bye week or anything. I came in like a juggernaut of a team, Deirdre came in at 6-8, and eight, um, barely making the playoffs, joining the playoffs. I think that year, Rechna got last place. Um, but, yeah, barely making the playoffs. Um, and we came in, and he ended up running the table in the playoffs and won two games. I think I got knocked out in the very first round, even though I was 10-3 and three going in. And um, Deirdre ended up winning. Deirdre, I think, beat Kumar that year. And I think that's the infamous Jordan Reed year where Jordan Reed had, you know, if anyone remembers Jordan Reed, he, he you know, he had had one good game a year and then would be injured the rest of the year. Uh, that year, Jordan Reed was pretty good for most of the year. I, I don't even know if he was hurt that much. Uh, and he went nuclear in the finals and killed Kumar that year. Um... And yeah, they just came into the playoffs six and eight, uh, dropped 280 points in the playoffs. He dropped 118 on the first game against me, I believe, and then 162 in the final in the championship game to win. Uh, it looks like his longest streak, he had a three game losing streak that season, his longest streak, he had a two game winning streak. Uh, yeah. Honestly, his margin also was bad. He something interesting about Deirdre is he always every single year he played had higher points against him than he sco- than his team scored. So he was there's a margin of fifty seven point six four points on his championship year, and so basically <laughs> on average per week he. Sc- his uh, opponents outscored his teams by four points 
which kind of explains the six and eight record. But when you drop 162 in standard, uh, in the finals, like people, like we struggle to drop that in PPR, and you drop that in the standard, uh, it's gonna be hard to kind of, kind of, you know, usurp that. Um, I don't remember. I, I don't remember who else outside of Jordan Reed. Some other person I think on his team went off. Uh, that was Dez. I don't remember. Um, but he had a he had a obviously crazy team that year. And those first two seasons were the kind of the peak for Dirge. After that, it's is um, it was unfortunately all downhill from there. Uh, 2016, he had nine. Uh, he ended up in ninth place. Went five and eight. Just one win less last the year before uh but you know with a 30 38 percent winning percentage he dropped 200 points fewer this year than he did the year before per game uh sorry for the season overall and then his average per week went from 102 to 94 um his lowest game in each year was around 60s 63 64 so it's kind of the same each year um Interesting enough, his margin of victory went, or his P, like points for and points against margin changed a lot. Uh, not a lot, but it, it got smaller. So instead of 57 points, teams were at, you know teams outscored him a total of 30 points and two points per week. You know, so he, when it's that close, it's there's a lot of luck involved. Um, so I think he just had a lot of bad luck. Uh, I think. He every year he also had some major injuries. I don't remember which year, which injury was which. Unfortunately, uh, but he didn't make the playoffs um, that year. And to be honest, he never made the playoffs again in his career in Third Masala. Then the ne- next year, um, 2017, I believe this was 2017. Yeah, so this year. He went. He got ninth place again. Um, went four and nine that year. Made fifty-seven transactions, fifty-one transactions that year, and nothing could help him. Um, scored about a similar amount of points, a little bit better than the year before, uh, on average. Uh, he's honestly he was doing pretty well, or well, wellish. Um, but the big thing here was the margin of difference so you know i talked about his first year was our second year was 57 points difference 30 third year was 30 points and then 2017 that difference became 210.86 so his teams were getting outscored by an average of 16 points per week um looking through those logs i think his team was pretty bad but also some of those there was bad teams that were going off on him there was good teams that were going off on him he was just having it rough um and then, you know, went 4-9, 30% winning percentage. Not too much to say. And then the uh, year after that, he, and I think 2017, yeah, and I think it was 2018, um, which was the infamous trade year, where I think around 2018, trades started picking up. And by trades, it was me. I just kind of started pushing up the trades like 2017 2018 I started like really starting to trade and getting into it I think like people in general started getting super competitive in 2016 ish and I think that kind of lined up with their just decline because they're just kind of like he was into it but he was he was more, way more casual um, than the rest of us became 
Uh, I remember, I think for 2018, yeah, 2018, three of us actually drove down to, um, we actually drove down to Florida. Or is that two of us? Sorry, Deirdre and I drove, got into, uh, he picked me up from Atlanta. He was in Columbus at the time. He picked me up from Atlanta, drove down 10 hours. Uh, and I remember we got stuck in Jacksonville uh, in like this crazy crash at 11 o'clock at night. Um, we, we did it like a red eye all nighter. And we got there. You know, we stuck there for two hours at this crash. It was like cars on fire and pouring rain. It was, it was crazy. And then we got home at like five in the morning. And we did this for the draft. We were listening to podcasts on the way and everything. I remember I was like, I got to hide who my podcast people are from Deirdre. So he doesn't get any ideas. And Deirdre didn't even show up to the draft after all of that. He was just like, I'm too sleepy. And he went to bed. And the draft was in the evening. We got there in the morning. He was sleeping all day. And then he was just like, yeah, I don't feel like coming. Um, so really that part of that, like his lack of interest ended up being part of that decline of, uh, you know. And we really started noticing it that year. Uh, so 2018 happened. He ended up in 12th place. So got Bottom of the barrel went three and ten, twenty one percent, twenty three percent winning percentage. Uh, only made twenty one moves compared to the fifty one of last year, and I think this year was the time when the trade got vetoed um, with Kareem Hunt, and that I think like fully soured him. Um, and then uh, you know he was already on the fence, uh, and yeah. Yeah, and, he, and then that trade like fully soured him, and then he kind of quit after that. But that year, honestly, it was just a store. Like Kareem Hunt, I think was the only good thing in that year for him, because he had he well sort of he had such bad luck. He dropped he was dropping three hundred more points a week compared to the year before, and I think we switched to PPR this year, so that kind of helped. But the difference here was that his season his margin of points for and points against went up again so now it went to two an almost 271 points uh difference between his the amount of he was scoring versus the amount his opponents were scoring on him so his opponents were basically scoring 21 points a game on him a week more than he did uh which is kind of a lot <laughs> it was like you scoring 80 and someone scoring 100 uh, 101 right uh, are you scoring 130 and someone's scoring in the 150s? 100, uh, 20 points, 21 points per week is a lot of points. Um, and I think, honestly, he had one of the higher uh, PFs that year. Or points against, sorry, points against. Uh, and, you know, he went 3-10, and 10, had a five-game losing streak. He did have a glimmer of hope with the, with the two-game winning streak. And then it just kind of all went down the hill for him. Um, interestingly enough, from a power ranking, from a team power ranking perspective, his 2018 was rated his highest team in his entire time in third and Sala. He, um, you know, 2015, the year he won, was second closest. It was about a two-point difference. He got a 121 rating for 2018 and a 119 rating for 2015. Uh, and with the overall team, like, overall rating of 124.89. So he doesn't have like the worst team in his even though his records the last three years were really bad. His teams overall, you know, he had a lot of bad luck. Uh he was and then I think sometimes just like when you have 
when you become as every year the league gets more and more tryhard, and he didn't, you know, increase that tryhard with it. Uh, it just kind of, kind of, uh, you know, fell off for him. Um, just some other stats. You know, he won one championship. Best finish was first place. Worst finish was twelfth. Uh, he had two playoff appearances his first two years, and then I consider that a playoff experience appearance for his first year, even though there was technically no playoffs because only him and I were in the in like the stratosphere of winning first place. I think Kumar and Abhishek were like hundreds of points behind this, so they were way out. Um, he never got a buy. We never had buys until like in the two years he made it to the playoffs. Um, his average finish was six point six place. Um, no 10 win seasons, four out of five losing seasons. Cause technically even the year he won, his record was considered a losing season. Um, but I think his one winning season is championship season, but he lost every other year basically. Uh, and he played for five years. So yeah, so that's, uh, that's kind of the gist on Deerage. Um, so I'm going to move on to another manager. So the next one I want to go through, I'm just going through, I'll go, let me flip through this, I'll go by year they joined, they played. Alright, so the next one, this honestly someone I forgot was even in the league. This was back in 2016, when the first year we went to 10 teams. We want, We were at 6 teams the year before, and we were like, we gotta bump this up to 10 teams, really get a competitor, because I think like, um, even they were just feeling pretty good then. He, right, he won the year before, but like Deerage, Upshay Kumar, Levin, we were like, shoot, we just gotta get more people. This is fun. We're, you know, uh, it's nice and competitive. It's like super competitive. We were doing great, so we bumped it from six to ten. Um, so <laughs> we were just kind of looking for anyone that would play. Uh, I think that year, Monis, that's the year Monis joined us. That's the year BZ joined us. Uh, that's also the year. This person, Lulu Lucille, joined us as well. I completely forgot this person was in our league. One and done. We have a couple. Of, we have three one and done teams actually. Um, one and done. I don't honestly remember anything about about uh, about her team. To be honest, I was looking through, and I was like, "What the heck is? Who is this?" And, and I think she was auto-drafted, she auto-drafted, she just, like, didn't change her team, she had five roster moves all season, um, she went 3-10, and ten with, you know, 23% winning percentage, her highest, she had a high of 120 points, uh, a low of 58.8 points, uh, we were in PPR now at this point, so 158 points is, yikes, big yikes, um, her point differential was 173.96, and that was a you know 13 point difference. Now keep this in mind that this was 2016. Um, this person auto drafted. This is the year before the year they won, but this was the year. This person auto drafted, didn't do anything. Had a margin of 173. The Urge's last two years were both over 240 uh, every year, so. It really highlights some of the some of the luck in fantasy. Uh, she didn't make the playoffs that year. She had a six-game losing streak as her biggest losing streak and a winning streak of three. So she went basically lost every game, won three in a row, and then continued to lose every game. So 
Uh, she has, out of everyone in third in the Solid Fantasy history, she has the lowest power ranking rating uh, at 98.2. So, not much to say there. She she um, she never came back. I don't know if that. I think it's Le- she's Levin's friend. I don't know if uh, Levin kicked her out. I don't know if she just forgot and we just like casually kicked around and she just never said anything i have no idea what happened i completely forgot she was even in the league um but that's a little 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 trivia here cool now flipping on over to 2017 so the next year so this is the, the decline of theirs i'm sorry i'm going to be referencing that so because they're just here the long 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 time uh, and, you know, as a former commissioner, I feel like you should be highlighted in this. All right, so the next one is Greg. Now, Greg came out of nowhere, too. Um, he came in 2017. I think he actually came in to replace Lulu. Uh, and if I remember correctly, we may have... I wonder if this is the year we had 12 teams. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, no, we had 12 in 2018. So... Yeah, so, anyway, Greg came in, first three picks, I remember, he, I think, or is this, was this Manas? No. Either way, he auto-drafted pretty much the entire time. His team, pretty bad. Well, it wasn't pretty bad, it was just not great. So, this guy comes in, auto-drafts, uh, has, does seven moves all year, so it's pretty much just like a Lulu situation, but this really shows, highlights, like, the difference in fantasy football, like randomness you have two people who did the exact same thing but greg had a good team from his auto draft like a goodish team um he went seven and six made the playoffs entered in in sixth place uh he had a game high of 151.93 a game low of 85.85 averaged about 105 points a game um he you know he uh, his t- uh, teammate or teammates um, teams against him average 109 110 basically against him so he had a you know about a five point difference where teams would outscore his team by five points per game you know 64 margin keep in mind he had 64 as an autograph team and referencing Deirdre again Deirdre had back in 2017 Deirdre had 210 okay so yeah that's rough this <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean he, he got seventh place or sixth place so there's four people who were like well, as a fully auto drafted team there's, so there's six people who tried or four people that tried and didn't make the playoffs over the, over him so so this is the first team we're actually getting to now that's like made the playoffs really um so he went to uh, actually minus the years just 2015 so we get over here to um so we get over here to the regular season 76 54% win win percentage he has he had a win streak of 4 weeks he had a, a four games in a row he had a losing streak of six games in a row so basically he went 7 and 6 and he pretty much yeah yeah so he basically had a four game win streak and a three game win streak and a six game losing streak uh he went into the playoffs that year and got bounced right away he dropped uh, not that much. I forgot to ed- edit the totals here, but uh, he came in, really didn't drop that much, 
and that was it. He he never came back. He, we did. I think we didn't invite. I think he may have wanted to come back, but we didn't invite him. Um, you know, we weren't about that auto draft life. So, I don't even know if he wanted to come back. I think he was just kind of, um, yeah. I don't know what happened to him. But I think everyone's still friends. He had one season, and it was a winning season. His, you know, sixth place. Um, so not much, not much to go off there. Cool. So the next person here is gonna be Kenny. So Kenny is my friend from grad school. Uh, you know, we're still in touch. He's awesome. We still talk about football. Uh, he actually has one of the highest rated fantasy seasons in third in the solo fantasy history. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot to talk about Greg's fantasy season rating. So for Greg had a pretty good rating, 132. What's his uh, season rating and his like, career rating, which is better than any of theirs years. Again, auto-drafted. <laughs> so it's really, it's it's kind of rough. And I think he's almost as good as, rated as high almost as much as Kumar and I. I mean, small sample sizes, but, you know. Um, so, anyway, half PPR, or not half PPR. Um, I think 2018 was when we had 12 teams. So, this is when Deirdre got last place. Kenny came in. He was my friend from grad school. Big football guy. He's a huge Russell Westbrook fan. Huge Chargers fan. Um... And he comes in to this league. I've hyped up. I've been hyping up this league. He actually goes seven and eight, or not seven and eight. He goes seven and six. Sorry, and uh, finishes in sixth place and enters the playoffs. He twenty. You know, he had a uh, twenty-two moves. He uh, you know game high of one hundred and fifty-three. Game low of ninety-six. You know, he had an average hundred. He dropped one hundred and twenty-five point or twenty-eight points. 28.5 points per game, um, and he's actually one of the first people we're reading with a positive differential, and this is kind of plays into his ranking, I think. So he, on average, outscored every team he played every week by 3.75 points, uh, with about a 48.74 total difference between his uh, difference between his team score and his uh, opponent scores. Uh, he went into the playoffs seven and six. And he, with a winning streak of four and the longest losing streak of three. And then one and done in the playoffs. He loses the first round, then loses again in the championship, uh, in like the Constellation Bowl and ends at the total of a seven and eight record that year. Um, and he actually has a pretty high ranking. Now, part of why his ranking is so high is uh, one... Um, the amount of points he dropped. I mean, we had 12 teams. We had high PP. We had PPR things like that. Uh, but also things like how much people scored against him, things like that, and the fact that he made the playoffs uh, and it was a winning season. Um, all of that. You know, he's super competitive. I know he he was um, he's uh, not really keen on leaving right away, but he yeah, his he had 148 as his rank. Obviously, like, take these ranks with a grain of salt, especially the people who have um, one, one season, two seasons, because, you know, those can get inflated really e or deflated really easily uh, by one, if that one year was good. Uh, I mean, his year was better than Greg's from a statistical perspective, and Greg, you know, so he got a higher rank than Greg, even though he didn't do much with it. Um, I remember Kenny left... 
We kind of kicked Kenny out. We had to, because Deer's left, and we had to kick one more person out. Uh, and then so Kenny was the choice because he was the newest one to join. Um, and I remember at, that was again that was the year with all the um, trade drama. So I think they were he was a little he was a little ready to leave after the one. And it was like basically it was like call me back if you ever need another spot later. But for now he wanted to be out. Um, so. I think next maybe next year if you know if people leave or we want to expand it back to twelve, Kenny will probably be I'll probably bring Kenny back in. Uh, but yeah, so that is the gist of everyone except there's one more person on this list in the most recent edition, Anthony. So I figured Ghost of Third Masala Past, uh, Anthony's last year was last. Uh, Basically, his last fantasy year is last year. We don't know if he's coming back, uh, but he spent five good years with us. Uh, so, and I've you know, kind of broken down his stats. They weren't like the mo like the highest ranked years, unfortunately for him. But what can you say? So, uh, we'll start in 2016, his first year. This really, <laughs> this year was rough, and, and luckily he never had to look back uh, at this. Uh, he, he went one in twelve. It's the for the worst record in the history of the league, and I know I mentioned Lucille had the worst power ranking. Anthony's season this year is the worst of all seasons in fantasy history at 83, at a power rating of 84 basically, 83.86, compared to Lucille who had 98 or something. I forgot. He finished in eighth place, so he did not even get last, um, which I, which now looking back at it. I think he did get last, and there were only eight people. I can't remember. Uh, I'll have to look at this again. But let's see. Yeah, no, there are ton people. But I think the way it ranked was Kim and Deerage were around the same spot, but he had higher points. And then I think Rutch got la uh, Rutch lost in the like the last place bowl, and Rutch ended up as Taco. So like, even though his season was so bad, he's was kind of kept up by other things. Um, okay, so he had a win percentage of 0.07. Not great. Uh, 55 moves. So he was super aggressive. I remember this year, he his team was so rough in the beginning of the year. And then at the he was so good on the waiver. He was, Anthony was always so good on the waiver wire. At the end of the year, he picked up a lot of good players. And... He, he started doing well at the end. He would still lose, but he would start doing like, – he was scoring high. Uh, he had 55 moves that year, like I said. Um, the only person in fantasy – in our fantasy league that ever finished a season under 1,000 total points, he ended up at 996. So this is not a good year for him, unfortunately. He didn't start off strong. Uh, average, he scored 76 points a week. Um his game high, though, was 128. His low was at 46. So that really, his pendulum, he, he swung far. Uh, teams outscored him by 354 points throughout the year. Um, this one was definitely a product of him just not being able to score at 900. Like, him, like generally, you see, like, uh, this margin is... Uh, a little bit of both, right? Like, sometimes it's bad luck, but sometimes your team is just bad. And his team was just bad this year, unfortunately. 
So teams basically outscored him by 28, seven points per week. Uh, naturally, he didn't make the playoffs. His He had a one-game winning streak. Uh, I think Rutch was his only win. He started the season off on a 10-game losing streak, beat Rutch, and then lost the rest of the season. Um, did Rushna throw the week to give him a win? I don't think so. I think it was just very fitting of Rachna, who was in last place last year, that year. Cool. And then going on to 2017, much better season. Not great. 5-8, uh, and eight, but his rating went from 83 to 120 that year. Uh, he ended up finishing in the same spot in eighth place, 33 moves. Um, but again, four more wins, four less losses, right? Um, game average went from dropping 76 points a week to 106 points a week. Uh, however, and his game low even went up by 20 points. His game high went up by 15 points. And he dropped 400 more points this year in 2017 than he did last year. So his team was looking much better. Um, downside, and like then you look at this marginal difference, right? He's, he was still getting scored on like crazy, though. Um, he got scored on 200 more points in 2016 compared to 2015 uh, with a margin of, you know, 170 points, 13 points per game. He was being shut out, you know, two-game winning streak at the best, four-game losing streak is at the worst, didn't make the playoffs. Um, and Anthony's got better and better and better. He actually has two of the highest-rated seasons in our league's history. In 2018 and 2019, but he just had some really bad luck. I think 2018 was the was Saquon's rookie year. I think uh, he had Saquon first pick, and the only year Saquon's been good. Maybe he's, you know, maybe he's good this year. Um, but he landed in eighth place again. Uh, this time six and seven, so continuously improving his record. Um, you know, 47% winning percentage, 29 moves. He dropped 400 more points this year compared to last year. And this year was harder because there was 12 people. Um, his average went from 105 a game to 132, 133 game. Um, game high at 172. Game low at 98. So, like, all of, and part of those inflated numbers are definitely because P we moved to PPR at this time. But, I mean, still, like, you don't go up. Your high score doesn't go up 40 points from just turning on PPR. Um, and he actually outscored his opponents this year 141 by 141 points. Uh, and he outscored his uh, opponents on uh, average by 11 points per game. So, you know, just two years ago, he's being outscored by 27 points, and he turned it around to score out by outscore 11 points. He just had some rough matchup luck he went six and seven um and none of it and there was no streaks he went his biggest winning streak was two his biggest losing streak was two he just kind of had had a rough year that year um by no fault and you know that that year i remember i think that was the year russia won um uh, and bz and russia's team were both just so good that year um, so it's not that even that his team was bad. He just had some really bad luck. He followed that up with actually another improving, better performance. 2019 with their season ranked at 154 compared to 152 from the year before. 
Uh, again, going back to 2016, his first year was where he was ranked at 83, and now he's at 154. He went six and seven again, this time placing in seventh. Um, and more or less, like you know, a high game high of 189. Um, his actually interesting, his game average remained exactly the same at 132, uh, and the game low was close, pretty much the same as well. But this year, he was being outscored 87 by 80, he got outscored by 87 points on average. Um, his team, uh, he scored 174, uh, 17. Wow, 1,724 points, and team scored 1,811 points on him. Um, compared to last year, that's almost a 250-point difference. Um, so it made like a really big uh, swing on his side. He No significant losing streaks. He had a two-game losing streak. He basically won a game, would lose two, win a game, would lose one, and basically just kept altering um, really... 2007, uh, 18, and 19 for Anthony were really great seasons for him. That just kind of just some bad matchup luck. I mean, whether it was some starts decisions that screwed him, or sometimes you drop 150 and then you just lose to the guy who drops 160. Um, and then 2020 last year, 2000, uh, you know, took a step, significant step back. His uh, season rank was 120. Uh, he got ninth place. Uh, went four and nine, 30 percent win, 31 percent winning, winning percentage. Um, didn't drop too many points. 1400. Uh, 2009 was definitely an inflated year, I believe, because that was I think 2019 was the year where we went full PPR, three receivers, and then last year we were half PPR. So some of the point dips make sense. Um, but he got outscored big 143 points again this year on 11 points per game on average. Um, he lost Nick Chubb last year and, um, so he lost his first round pick. Uh, he had a lot of injuries, uh, four, he went on a four game losing streak. It was a rough season for him last year in 2020 and really, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, he I'd say Anthony was the only person in this league that would that ever was, would reach for the people he like believed in, and to a certain degree, that's not that's like an emotional way to play fantasy football, not really a logical way. Sometimes you know drafting, I think he he reached for Debo Samuel like really high. I think last year like 2020, and I remember he picked him on like the fifth round or fourth round when he was going at like the eighth or tenth round. Um, Things like that are very characteristic of Anthony's seasons, but like, you know, even he always had fun even when his teams were bad. I'm talk, I don't know why I'm talking about him like he's dead. <laughs> um, and I know this year he just he wanted to take a break from fantasy, and I think, you know, starting to enjoy football again because fantasy definitely starts sapping away that enjoyment here and there. Um, overall, he, you know, overall, oh, let me. There was a typo here. Overall, his uh, fantasy as a manager, his overall rank was at 126, really carried by 2018-2019 seasons. Uh, even though he n never had a winning season, um, you know, what can you say?
he he had a, he had a rough time, but he always got better. So some bad luck, unfortunately, with him. And that is the that's it for this first episode. First episode of um first episode of the history podcast. It's um going through you know the managers who are no longer here and. Next week, or whenever I choose to release the pattern, I'll probably just come about to go and record the next episode here in 10 minutes. But um, the next one really will be focused on the OGs fantasy football or, or, or third masala. So really, it's Abhijit Kumar and myself. Um, Theeridge would have been there, obviously, but, you know, rest in peace. So I will hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, I think I think it was fun. It was fun to make. It wasn't fun to make the book. I mean, it was a lot of stat typing in, but it was definitely fun to see a lot of the stats um, and see really like, you know, just see like how much some of this luck is playing into people's seasons. Um, you know, and we spend all this time mock drafting and preparing, and we come back around and just find out, man. Who cares? It doesn't matter. You know, you lose someone to injury, and your season's done. So, anyway, that is that. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. I will